Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. Hi there, welcome to the program. My name is Sholadio. Welcome to episode 34 of our series on how to believe God for a spouse. In this series, I'm sharing fundamental spiritual principles that will help single men and women to believe God for a spouse and to also find their spouse. I will be sharing core principles of confessions, faith, hope, the seed principle, prayer, discernment, and so on. This series will apply to both men and women. Um, Last week, I began to share on... Uh, reasons why you should praise and worship jesus now you see when we're believing god you know for things or for blessings or for breakthroughs or for you know whatever we're believing god for many times uh christians focus on the asking part they just keep asking god oh god give me 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 and all the effort of believers are focused on give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. But if that is all you do, if that is all you do, then you're missing out on good stuff. You're actually missing out on the ways of God. So if you missed uh, the last episode, episode 33, uh, that I shared on why you should praise and worship Jesus, make sure uh, you go go to the website uh, com and grab a download from there. Now, I'm going to continue. I shared four reasons why you should praise and worship Jesus uh, last week. So, I'm going to continue with reason number five and see where the Lord gets us to. So, reason number five that uh, I was going to do last week before we um, had to stop the broadcast is uh goes it keeps your mind on the answer instead of the problem so that you are not frustrated now you see one of the reasons why some prayers will not work and one of the reasons why some prayers will you know one of the reasons why some prayers will hold you down even in unbelief and in you know like sort of like keep you stagnant is that a lot of times those prayers are focused on the problem you see anything you do even with the best of intention that keeps your mind on the problem instead of the answer is going to rob you of your breakthrough seriously so anything you do must make you focus on the answer in the spirit realm, we're more concerned about the answer than the problem. Many times, people set up prayer meetings to inform God about the problem. Now, you have achieved nothing. You have done zero in the spirit realm by informing God about the problem. What God wants you to do is to bring him the answer from his word and then make a petition based on his answer from the word which is that lord based on your word i have come to make a request for one two three four based on the provisions of your word 
and that provision that request that you have made is your answer that you must focus on not the problem so every time you go to god to say the problem to cry the problem to 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 to, to moan about the problem to balk and squirrel about the problem every time you do that you are weakening your muscles in the realm of the spirit but you see when you begin to praise god you are praising god based on the answer that you have prayed about so praising god will keep your focus on the answer instead of the problem and i'll read you the scripture for that philippians chapter 4 i'll read from verse 6 he says be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto god let your requests be made known unto god so you see that even in the midst of prayer god is saying that you should wrap your prayers with thanksgiving as you make your requests known unto god and verse 7 says that and the peace of god which passeth all understanding shall keep your heart and mind through christ jesus so it means that do you know what this means it means that through the phase that you pass through where you have not seen a physical manifestation of the answer god is saying that the peace of god that is peace will keep your sanity his peace will retain your sanity will help to ensure that you remain sane through the period where you have not seen a physical manifestation of that which you have prayed for and then if you go to verse 8 he then goes on to say finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of good report good report so your problem is not of good report if there be any virtue and if there be any praise think on these things did you see that so in the midst of believing god your thought system must be hooked on the greatness and the goodness and the awesomeness and the love of god it says what things soever are true what things soever are honest what things soever are just what things soever are pure what things soever are lovely the problem is not lovely so you are not meant to dwell on it what things soever are of a good report your problem is not of a good report so the bible says that you should not dwell on it and the way you are going to do that is by singing praises you sing praises you put the answer before you lord i thank you because you have provided my spouse lord i thank you because you have provided a miracle for me therefore in the name of jesus i begin to praise you i begin to worship you i begin to sing your praises i begin to extol your greatness that's how to operate as you lose yourself in the praises of god as you lose yourself into focusing on the greatness and the magnificence of god you know what's going to happen hey <laughs> god will begin to solve those things without your human manipulation i was seeing i i, I saw something very interesting on twitter today and i just thought i should mention it to you uh there was a guy who i, I don't know what happened to him he, i think something just ticked him off and he got very upset and he began to write a bunch of tweets you know about relationships 
and there was a tweet he wrote that caught my attention he said he said that his father became successful because he married a god-fearing woman who was ready to build with him and they built together and they became successful now that was a tweet he wrote i really loved the tweet i was really impressed with it that's the testimony of my parents and that's my own testimony too so i identified with it and i retweeted it and then a female follower picked it up she saw it and then she laughed and replied and said well laughed as in she sent a you know, sarcastic reply and she said that ha 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 that this kind of women have traveled though now what she was trying to say is that those were the olden days and that the kind of women who have this kind of mindset of being ready to build with you out of nothing she says that they are no longer in circulation he says that's what she meant by that they have traveled but the truth of the matter is that they do exist they are out there all it means is that believing god for a spouse is no longer the sole business of women because people will think that ah she is women that want husband so they have to believe god for spouse you know and that um you know that you know is you know that they have to believe god for spouse but guess what if you are a man now you will marry wrongo if you don't believe god and you don't let god guide you that is all it means it means that the woman that has the mindset of proverbs 31 they are not just walking about on the street anyhow for you to think that just anybody you turn to that you like is the proverbs 31 woman error serious error and mistake you have to pray with the same fervency that women are praying with you have to believe god eh? you have to believe god for you to locate the proverbs 31 women or else you will cry and you will weep seriously the proverbs 31 woman is not just walking on the street on a daily basis just like that do you understand you need to open your eyes by the spirit of god to meet with a proverbs 31 woman i'm serious so don't let anybody give you the impression that every woman you meet on the street is a proverbs 31 woman that's a big lie a big fat fat lie if you're a man you need to believe god you need to believe god the same way the woman believes god that she's not going to marry a bozo and a cheating man and a wife beater you too have to believe god that you are not going to marry a woman that will lead you into the dungeon or lead you into hell do you understand you have to believe god for a woman of that has the heart of proverbs 31 and the spirit of god is the one who will open your eyes to see that woman don't think that by going to church that all the women that you saw lifting up only hands in quotes unto god are the people that you can just do many 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 more and just pick one of them and that's your wife you it's a serious mistake you have to pray and you have to pray and let the holy spirit guide you into who you should be marrying some people ask me they said uh, what about that don't you have a choice yes you have a choice you can make your choice it's your business make your choice but when you make your choice take that choice to god 
and tell God that I will not make one move until I get an approval from you. If that person is going to be a danger to you in future, God will tell you and you'll be able to back off. Don't mind the people out there who are saying that, uh, are you a dummy? Can't you choose for yourself? Let me tell it to you straight. You cannot choose for yourself. And I'll tell you why you cannot choose for yourself. The reason you cannot choose for yourself is because you don't know tomorrow. It's that simple. You only know today because she's beautiful. She's well endowed physically. So that's all you can see. Seriously, that's all you can see today. And she talks nice. And she has a university degree. And she has a job. Is that all? That's all you can see today. So you can't choose. Because you don't, you cannot see. You can't even see the past. What about the past she has hidden from you? You cannot see it. What about the past she has hidden from you that will that may come back to bite you in the future? You don't know it. You don't know what the future holds for you. You don't know what she has concealed that you will not see, that you cannot even ever see, except by the Spirit of God. So you. We know you have a choice, but you don't have what it takes to choose the woman of your life alone without the help of God. That's the point. You understand? Now, as you are worshipping God and as you are praising God and focusing on the answer, focusing on the answer, seriously, the answer will get to you. The Bible says, let the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So we're going to go to um, we're going to go to point number six. So reason number six, why you should praise and worship God. Reason number six is this. Uh, let's take reason number six when we come back after the break. Thank you. Bye. Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Welcome back. Uh, we uh, left um, at the break with uh, reason six. We're just about to start reason number six. Why you should praise and worship Jesus. Um, reason number six I will give is th- this was how Abraham received his miracle. Praise is an expression of faith. Another reason why you should praise and worship Jesus is that when you do so, you are expressing your faith in God. And when you express your faith in God, you are putting yourself on the line for a manifestation of that which you have believed God for. And the scripture we're going to uh, the scripture we're going to find for that um, is in uh, the scripture we're going to find for that is in Romans chapter four. Yep, Romans chapter four and. Um, I'll start reading from verse 19. Now, before I start reading, I just want to say something. There is a difference between weak faith and strong faith. And there was a man who walked in strong faith. So, we're going to study his example of strong faith. You see, if you walk in strong faith, you put yourself on the line to receive a miracle against every 
expectation and against every negative prediction that says otherwise you put yourself on the line to receive a miracle if you walk in strong faith so we're going to see the difference between strong faith and weak faith and you now see what to do to operate in strong faith so that you can receive a manifestation of that which you have believed god for verse 19 he says and being not weak weak in faith he considered not his own dead body but his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old neither yet the deadness of sarah's womb he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief so we'll stop there and being not weak in faith so we see that weak faith what does weak faith do weak faith will consider the body now dead which means that weak faith will focus on the negative ev- i mean the um the negative circumstances weak faith will focus on the evidence that the flesh is given to disprove your faith in god weak faith will focus on the problem and not the solution weak faith will keep its focus on what the issue is on how long the problem has been so that's why when you meet people and you just say okay so what's the issue and they want to talk to you they will emphasize how long the problem has been and that is weak faith so weak faith will focus on the length of the problem in order to magnify the size of the problem you know in order to magnify um, in order to magnify the size of the problem you know so that's what weak faith will do and he says neither yet the deadness of sarah's wombs and he says he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief and unbelief it simply means that you allow the sense knowledge evidence sense knowledge evidence out there to overwhelm the promises of god i mean you allow the um the influence of sense knowledge evidence out there to overcome and overwhelm the faith that you have in the promises of god but then let's go on to see what abraham did he says abraham was strong in faith that's verse 20 he was strong in faith giving glory to god he was strong in faith giving glory to god and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to perform he was giving glory to god and the bible says that so you see that the first expression of strong faith was that abraham was giving glory to god the first expression of strong faith was giving glory to god how do you give glory to god by singing praises to god by worshiping god that's how you give glory to god so we see that the first expression of strong faith in the life of abraham was that he was giving glory to god the next expression was that he was fully persuaded that what he had been promised that god was able also to perform it so we see here that the praises and the worship of god coming from your heart are part of your faith walk in god so you cannot receive great manifestations from god if you are not a person that is addicted to the praises of god you must function very frequently in the praises of god giving glory to god in the midst 
of trials and temptations in the midst of circumstances in negative circumstances before you can see a manifestation of what god has promised you so that is reason number six why you should praise and worship jesus let's find reason number seven reason number seven i'll give you reason number seven now reason number seven okay let me read that to you it says the reason number seven i gave i said the family that praises god together will stay together because demons cannot stay there i mean i was one who made that up and i'll show you the scriptures why i mean the scriptures for that why i'm saying that let's turn our bibles to the book of first samuel chapter 16 and i'll be reading verse 23 to you first samuel chapter 16 verse 23 he says, and it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took an harp and played with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Did you see that? So we see here that music, the praises of God, made an evil spirit to depart from the life of Saul. Now, do you see what that means? Because the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. There is absolutely no way under heaven how a demon can stay where God is inhabiting. No way. A demon cannot run loose, run around where God inhabits. The only reason demons are messing with your mind is because God is not inhabiting through his praises. And you see, this is what you do. The Bible says that, therefore, if any man be in Christ is a new creature, all things are passed away and all things are become new. The Bible also says that Christ in you, the hope of glory. So it means that Jesus Christ lives on the inside of you. But how come demons are messing with your mind? Demons are messing with your emotions. It's simply because you have not released the power and the presence of God that is on the inside of you into manifestation. And the way you do that is by you singing praises as you are singing praises to god every negative stuff every negative demonic stuff will begin to vanish out of your life so if you are a family that wakes up in the morning to sing praises to god and you guys are singing praises you know you know making a joyful noise unto the lord on a daily basis there is absolutely no way any demon is going to stay in your house because the bible says god inhabits the praises of his people so if god inhabits the praises of his people it means that if praises are in your house god will inhabit your house if god inhabits your house demons are out and you saw that in the scripture the evil spirit departed from him so evil spirits will depart evil spirits will depart from your life when you are engaged in the praises of god it's that simple so if you are involved i mean just wake up in the morning start singing praises to god just start praising him start dancing in your own room for like 30 minutes you feel different you just feel different the freshness of heaven will come upon you the dew of heaven will come upon your heart you will hear the voice of god i mean there'll be so much joy that nobody will be able to annoy you okay someone will ask okay what if my husband doesn't sing praises with me 
you sing praises alone you see when you sing praises alone nothing that is thrown at you will put you down nothing will upset you rather you will infect the atmosphere with with your spirit of joy and your spirit of praise and your spirit of gladness so it is very important that um you praise god in your house you praise god in your habitation and as you do that there is absolutely no way any demonic influence can linger in your atmosphere so let's look for reason number eight why you should praise god uh i mean i gave several reasons here and um i just want to share this with you as well reason number eight why you should praise and worship jesus nightmares are caused by demons they can't stay with you when god is in your praises now of course i know that you know i mean some people have dreams based on what they've been thinking of all day and all the rest i'm not talking about those kind of dreams there are some very demonic dreams that stem out of demonic activity i mean you can imagine okay like uh, there are very demonic dreams that i mean that much i can say to you there are very very demonic dreams that have demonic reasons behind them and you see and when people wake up from those dreams they are scared and those dreams affect their mood for the rest of the day but let me tell you something the only reason demons can stay somewhere is because the presence of god has not been released in that place everywhere jesus went everywhere jesus went he always drove the demons out so and you see jesus bible says christ in you the hope of glory the same jesus that was casting out every demon on the earth during his earthly walk is on the inside of you as you release yourself into the praises of god those nightmares will vanish because they are caused by demons the bible says god inhabits he inhabits the praises of his people and because he inhabits the praises of his people as you are praising him as god inhabits and sits as george over your praises there is absolutely no demon of nightmares that can hang around you i used to have those nightmares when i first got born again i used to have no before i got born again i started having i had begun to have serious nightmares of being chased around by snakes and donkeys and lions and all sorts i've even had a dream where i saw myself in a dream sleeping and a snake a cobra called and was about to strike me and i just woke up i was sweating that day seriously and when i got saved those dreams continued but you see as i began to lose myself as i began to lose myself into the praises of god those dreams vanished they just vanished i didn't even pray i didn't even beg god i didn't go to see a prophet like many of you guys are doing i didn't go to see one pastor to be laying hands i didn't go for an anointing no those things vanished and they have never been back and they can never come back ever ever because of the praises of god and because of this knowledge that i have so as you sing praises to god you walk in victory you walk in triumph and you have satan where he actually belongs and that is under your feet see you guys next week bye thanks for listening to this episode of breaking soul ties with Shaladio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. 
You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org. You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7F3CD. I repeat, 52C7F3CD. We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord.